coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Out of adversity and trauma, challenges and hardship, from the streets of Kansas City, a shoe company was born. Birthed from the desire to serve others and provide high quality cleats and sneakers at an affordable price, we present to you, Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. Order now at OzellBrand.com. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports, y'all. And the NBA trade deadline has dictated that I bring in the experts, right? <laughs> I want to talk to Miles Austin, our NBA correspondent, to bring us the updates to tell us what's going on in the NBA. So right after the bumper, we are going to hop into this NBA trade deadline madness because it really has been madness. 1.30 in the morning type of madness. Big and I fan. can't wait to get into it, y'all. All right, right after this, we'll be talking to none other than Miles Austin of the Full 94 Podcast, our yeah. MTMV Sports NBA correspondent. Bro, what's good? How you doing, man? Brother, I cannot complain, man. Crazy time in the NBA and trade deadline, bro. I'm excited. I'm always, I'm always, I'm always hyped this week, bro. Always. Yo, okay. So let's let's get the first things first. Yeah. Kevin Durant to the Suns, bro. How this come about, right? And on top of how they come about, what's the impact? Craziness, man. So we we read we read into the, into the story a little bit more because a lot of people. Um, didn't know this was even on the horizon, right? Obviously, Kyrie going to Dallas, uh, getting traded to the Mavericks was one of those pieces, one of those dominoes falling. You you kind of expected once Kyrie was traded um, that that KD might have might have might have been making a move. We weren't sure. Uh, story kind of came out that when when KD was already working behind the scenes, him and his him and his agent um, uh, Rich were, were they were basically trying to figure out what was the best place for KD to go. Um, so they went to Sean Marks, had uh, Sai in there as well, and they worked this thing out together behind the scenes. Nobody knew about it. And this is kind of like some of the players, like I, I believe it was reported that even Chris Paul kind of knew of the situation, uh, but obviously wasn't letting the cat out of the bag. Um, so seeing Kevin Durant getting traded to Phoenix, this was one of the teams that he wanted to go to when he requested that trade um, initially uh, when we talk about in the offseason. Uh, but when you're looking at what this looks like for the rest of the NBA, um, it, it, it's, a, it's a powerhouse in the West. You talk about Kevin Durant, you talk about Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Obviously, they traded away Michael. They traded away uh, Cameron Johnson as well, and then just a, a slew of picks um, as well. And Jay Crowder is off, is off the uh, roster as well. He ended up going to Milwaukee uh, in that trade. They, they just kind of, I mean, it was so much. So many pieces. I think I think the Nets ended up with seven different picks, uh, three players. Um, this 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 thing was crazy. Seeing someone like Kevin Durant being traded uh, in the middle of the season, coming into the All Star break. The the question for me, bro, really would be is what's going on in Brooklyn? Like, well, the pieces and the and the stars that they have had 
in that city and on that team has always been crazy to me. You, and you think about to a James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, even back when they first got when they were Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett, Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie. Like these pieces have been there now, now having Ben Simmons there by himself, along with uh, plenty of role players. I don't know what's going on in Brooklyn, but it's interesting to see what's going to move forward. But I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to see Phoenix play in the Western Conference with that, that type of powerhouse when you combine uh, players like Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Kevin Garnett, I mean, Kevin Durant, um, and, and DeAndre Ayton that nobody's really talking about. Yo, okay, tell me, do you believe that the Brooklyn Nets got enough, right? Like, we yeah. know what they, you know, what they gave up. They're giving up the, probably the, one of the best, marksman in the entire league right like probably one of the best scorers we're talking about um he's number two right behind lebron in being the best player in the league but anyway so (laughs) (laughs) so no no real talk though (laughs) what do you believe that the brooklyn nets got enough for giving up kevin durant yeah i I think i think when you you pulled it it ended up being uh four teams in the trade uh, the Phoenix Suns, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, Milwaukee Bucks, and the Indiana Pacers. Um, for so you talk about this massive four-team deal that got Kevin Durant to Phoenix, um, as well as TJ Warren. I think Brooklyn uh, walked away within this four-team trade with seven picks and three players. Um, I think when you're talking about anybody of Kevin Durant's status, we we knew what they were looking for initially when he requested a trade. We want an All-Star player as long as picks. Uh, you know, we, we've all talked about it. The Rudy Gobert trade kind of, I wouldn't say it ruined the NBA landscape, but at the same time, like that was a massive haul uh, for Minnesota to give up uh, to Utah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's just Kevin Durant. So what are you really going to do back? But I think, I think seven picks uh, over the next six years, uh, as well as three players, three, you know, people, two starters from Phoenix and Michael Bridges um, and Cameron Johnson, who's a, who's a solid six man for them. Um, I, I think it's one of those things, bro. If you're gonna if you're gonna make the trade, you're not, you're never gonna get the All Star talent that you trade away. It's just, it's never gonna happen that way. Uh, trading somebody like Kevin Durant, you're not gonna get a Kevin Durant caliber type player back. Uh, so you try to get all you can. They're they're obviously gonna rebuild. Uh, they start. I guess they're gonna start around Ben Simmons and put some role players around him, and then kind of go from there. But I guess we're gonna try to figure out and see uh, how that whole thing plays out, man. Honestly, but I do think they got a lot back from Kevin Durant. Now I'm looking at the Western Conference. My my question would be, who wins the West? You have the Warriors there. Um, yeah. We have you know your Lakers, right? Yeah. Um, you have so many powerful teams in the West. Yeah. Does this make the Suns the favorite to win the West? I would I wouldn't say that it makes I wouldn't say that it makes the favorite. What I would say is that um, they they're they're the most interesting. They're definitely competitors. They're definitely a, uh, a championship contending team. Uh, but you got to see the chemistry. You got to see how it works. I think at the end of the day, uh, the best the best ability is availability. So if Kevin Durant's available, Chris Paul's available, Devin Booker's available, um, these players are going to have to play together in the playoffs. We've seen Chris Paul's pass um, for for getting kind of worn down over the, the course of an NBA season and then kind of going into the playoffs. So you're just trying to make it over that hump. Uh, but they're definitely, definitely championship contending team. Uh, with those pieces on there, man. But I, like you said, the West is deep. Uh, when you talk about, uh, I mean, the Lakers made their moves in the trade deadline. We're they're just trying. We're really just trying to get into the playoffs, right? Uh, the play we the play in would be would be like bare minimum. 
Uh, sixth or seventh would be, hey, we don't really – I mean, sixth place would be we don't have to play in the play-in. Um, but like you said, it's stacked. Kyrie Irving going to Dallas, uh, the Clippers, Phoenix, uh, Denver's number one right now. So it's one of those things, man, you're really just trying to figure out uh, what team is going to come out. But everybody has talent right now, bro. Everybody does. Bro, okay. So I see your Lakers, and, and I see what's going on with your Lakers. Your Lakers right now – are um you know they, they got D'Angelo Russell they got rid of um, Russell Westbrook like bro what is going on and, and at the end of the day will the Lakers be in contention um at the end of this I, I look I look at it like this man I really believe if anybody um if I had to trust anybody it'd be LeBron James right um so the question to me on my mind is can we make the playoffs that's the biggest thing. Like, can we do that and can we make the playoffs? And that's really going to be the biggest thing. Once we make the playoffs, you know, it's it's, every, it, it's a it's a toss-up. Um, but I definitely think uh, they can contend. I, I think, and, but again, it's, it's going to have to be health. It's going to have to be chemistry. D'Angelo Russell is, is definitely a capable uh, point guard and an upgrade over Patrick Beverly, but he doesn't bring his defensive prowess um, or, or that dog, right? Like Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, those are all good pieces. Um, I definitely think you just got to put it together. D'Angelo Russell averaging 18 and six right now. Um, it's definitely going to be an upgrade, uh, but we just got, everybody's going to be healthy. Anthony Davis is the biggest, is the biggest question mark right now, bro. Like if he's not on the court, then it's really going to try. It's really going to hinder us doing what we want to do uh, right now. So Anthony Davis is a toss up. Uh, so I feel like the Lakers future is a toss up as well, man. Honestly. All right, bro. We're not live. Go, go take care of what you got to take care of. Okay, you hear you hear that darn door? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Second, man. My darn kids, hold up. Yeah, go take care of it. Oh, you good? Smith uh, has since walked that back. But my understanding of the situation is Hamlin has still yet, not yet been cleared by the Bills. The most important thing for him. All right, my apologies, brother. Oh, you good, bro? Banging on the door like that. Yeah, you super good. Hold on. Add him to the Washington Generals. Isn't that going to be nice? Oh, CP3 excited. Of course he is. I'm KD for a long time since uh, he was a camper at five star basketball camp. You know what I mean? So, he's one of the best players to ever play the game, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just to know how he approaches the game. Um, you ready? Easy money. Yeah. You, know what I mean? but you heard this the CP3 commenting on it? The game like that. What? You know what I mean? I think that's I'm getting Katie. Brought me and Book close together.
Giannis, he just loved a hoop. And KD, he just loved a hoop. So uh, I'm excited about the process of building and seeing what this can be. Shut up, CP. Shut up, CP3. I'm just excited about Shut up. Yo, play that play that one more time. Let's let's lead it in with that. So um here we go. Three, two, I'm excited, man. I didn't know KD for a long time. I'm gonna lead it. I'm gonna lead it and then you play it. All right. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. All right, yo. So look, um, I I hear you got some audio um from CP3. Let, let, let's hear that. Let's talk to it. I'm excited, man. I didn't know KD for a long time since uh, he was a camper at Five Star Basketball Camp. You know what I mean? And so he's one of the best players that ever played a game, man. You know what I mean? And just to know how he approaches the game. Um, such a, I mean, big man, easy money. You know what I mean? But just somebody who, who loves the game like that. You know what I mean? I think that's what brought me and Book close together because he just loved a hoop. And KD, he just loved a hoop. So uh, I'm excited about the process of building and seeing what this can be. All right. So here's my first question. I heard KD. Um, and I didn't know that connection. I didn't know the connection between KD um, and CP3, you know, yeah. even when KD was coming up. You know what I mean? Um, at For those sure. five-star camps you mentioned. Yeah. So let's talk about this. Um, I heard that KD is ridiculously motivated to get CP3 a title. Will it happen? And and that's that's the thing, man. Like, you, you want it to happen. I would love for CP3 to get it. I've always been a big CP3 fan because I, I, like, I love the way he plays the game. Um, but again, it's it's health, it's everybody being on the court, it's it's everything working together. Even though CP three years when he was a Clipper, um, they had a lot of chances. When he was a Rocket, they had a chances to beat uh, the Golden State Warriors. So I, it's one of those things, man. Like you're just trying to see is is it going to play out? I would love to see um, CP three get one. Kevin Durant, I mean, being motivated for him to get one as well. That's that's great, man. Can can we talk about? Can we talk about Kevin Durant and every stop he's been on? He's had at least two All Stars next to him. Like it is crazy to me that that LeBron gets so much flack for all his other stuff, or any person who decides to play with their own future and be like this or whatever. Um, but KD, man, like every stop, like you talk about OKC, you talk about Golden State, you talk about Brooklyn, and you talk about Phoenix. Two All Stars next to him, man. So I would expect him to have more than just two rings, but. Uh, we'll see how we'll see definitely how it plays out. He's got a, he's got an all star caliber uh, players next to him uh, for the Phoenix. I think they have the capability of uh, getting to the finals and closing it out. Depending on who they play, you still got to look at Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, um, and these teams who are coming out of who possibly come out of Eastern Conference. But um, they, I mean, they have a good chance to do it, man. If they're all healthy, it, it, that's going to be a hard team to beat for sure. You. Um... You're trying to pull me out of host mode into analyst mode. That's what you're trying to do. Um, but I mean, and, and the reason and the reason I say that is because yo, Kevin Durant has been surrounded by all stars his entire career. However, he's always been the star amongst all the stars. Oh, for sure. And he's always been the number one guy. So no matter where he's been, and he has played with a bunch of all stars, but he's always been that dude. Um, so I, I definitely hear your point. I need to know about Russell Westbrook though, bro. Like you know, Lakers fans have been trying to get rid of Buddy since he got there. The, the man, <laughs> you finally did it. 
Now, not yeah. when, when I say you, I mean we. We finally did it, right? We finally got rid of um, uh, Westbrook. Now, after we've done this, my question is, what's yeah. going to happen with Russ, man? I, I'm hearing rumors that he could possibly end up with the Clippers. How big of a deal would that be? Yeah, I, I think I think it would be big, bro. I think right now when we're looking at trying to see what that that whole situation is, um, it, it's it's rumored that that Utah is going to buy him out. Um, he'll be he'll be on the buyout market and a free agent, you know, free to pick wherever he wants to go. Um, I, I've heard Miami, um, I've heard Los Angeles Clippers. Um, they're just trying to figure out right now. Currently, Paul George is trying to recruit Russ uh, to come to the Clippers if he does get bought out by. By, uh, by Utah. Um, so it's it's just one of those things, man. Like right now, the Clippers don't have a designated point guard on the roster. Um, so you're, you're, kind of, you're thinking about Reg, Reggie Jackson right now is 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 a, a, a buyout market candidate where he could possibly be going to Phoenix uh, to back up Chris Paul, which that'd be absolutely crazy. Um, so we're going to see, man. I mean, Russ is Russ. Is Russ. It's, it's not he's not a bad player. He's not, uh, you know, a nucleus that you can't try to you know, build around or he ruins a team. I think I think he is who he is and he plays the way he plays. So whatever system or style, offensive set, offensive scheme that you have as a team, as a coach, as a culture there uh, for any NBA team is going to have to f- uh, be fulfilled around who Russell Westbrook is as a player, right? When you when you saw him at OKC uh, averaging those triple doubles, it, uh, it, it was one of those things that's – they enjoyed playing like that. OKC liked playing like that. The first year he did it when they got sixth place – and uh, made to the playoffs, he won MVP that year. So um, it's it's just it's one of those things, bro, where you're just trying to figure out where does he fit, and he just didn't fit alongside um, uh, LeBron and AD. Now he he did have a, a glorified role coming off of the bench, man. He I, have to, I really believe he he excelled at that when you're when you're talking about averages of 27, 27 and seven. Um, so I I really think, man, like he's going to be an asset to any team. It just depends on the style. I think Ty, uh, Tyron Lewis is, is an amazing coach. I think PG and Kawhi, if healthy, have a really good chance of coming out of the Western Conference. Um, obviously, Phoenix is a powerhouse, but they do end up getting Russell Westbrook. I think he's going to be a piece if he's able to play his role. Um, then I think they can definitely be definitely be a good team. So I don't I don't feel bad for Russ. You know what I mean? Like you still getting money. You still getting over forty million dollars a year. Like wherever you land, you're going to be paid. And you're going to be an asset to that team. So shout out to the Brody. Uh, shout out to him playing it, the, the years he did here as a Laker. Uh, much love to you and much success, bro. I know you will be successful for sure. Yeah, man. Um, definitely, you know, definitely want to uh, send love to Russell Westbrook. Um, love the way he competed and love the way he embraced that six-man role, right? Um, and basically just said, I'm going to strive in this. And whatever you give me, I'm going to still make it pop. And so um, definitely much love to, to Russell Westbrook. Oh, and good luck to you, bro. Uh, either way, uh, I need to talk about these. La- this last thing on my mind is yeah. these young teams with these, you know, ridiculously, um, you know, high potential all stars like Ja Morant, like Zion. Right. Those yeah. young teams in the West, are they um, is their growth growth going to be stunted by what we're seeing at the trade deadline? Um, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be stunted, man. I think I think. I think honestly, when you're talking about competition and and what it can possibly be in the Eastern Conference, uh, as Western Conference as well, when you're talking about Zion, uh, John Morant, or Eastern Conference, talking about a Trey Young um, or um, a Darius Garland, things of that nature. Like I think these these players are going to see competition. You understand and see the writing on the wall. Now the question is going to be how are they going to come into a season 
uh, finishing the second half of the season after the All-Star break, knowing that possibly you may not have a chance at coming out of that conference. Like we're not with Pelicans. I think the Pelicans have a definite chance if everybody's healthy. Um, Cleveland has a definite chance. Uh, the Hawks, I think they're just trying to get into, you know, sixth or fifth or sixth place and kind of figure out who they are. I think picking up Sadiq, Sadiq Bay at the trade deadline was definitely big. Um, and I think when you're trying to add pieces, we expected more from the Hawks right now, right? When you're talking about adding a Jante Murray in the offseason, like we we saw the ceiling to be a little bit higher. So they're trying to figure that thing out. We've seen the, the stuff from coaches um, and players and, 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 and all that that's been happening this season. Um, I don't think it's going to stunt. I think it's going to see who's who's ready to step up to the challenge. Um, is Zion going to be Zion when the playoffs come and you have to face a Phoenix or a Dallas or, or, or L.A. Clippers team? Um, and you have the pieces. Zion, I think right now they have the pieces when you talk about Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Stephen Adams. Like these to me, um, I'm not Stephen, my bad. Um, but I think when you're talking about that team and the pieces they have, they have a chance to to make really make some noise in the playoffs. So it's gonna be: Are you gonna are you ready to step up to the step up to the plate and and be competitive? As uh, I, I believe that they can be for sure. Are you talking about uh, what's his Jonas? Um... Jonas Valanciunas. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, um, bro, you have any update on uh, Zion? You hearing anything about Zion? When is he coming back? Is currently, I mean, currently not right now, man. There's there's a timetable around it. They they have been very delicate with uh, uh, letting out Zion news because obviously once you put a timetable on it, that becomes the expectation. Uh, with with the way that he's played, wasn't the initial timeline three weeks? And I know it's been more than that. Yeah, it definitely has, and that's the thing, man. That's what happens when you put uh, you know, you put time on an injury, right? Like you don't. Everybody's body is different. You're not sure how they're gonna come back to play and how how they're rehabbing or what they're gonna do to get back on the court. Um, I think they're just trying to be delicate with, with Zion because they know that's their future. Um, so anybody like a Kevin Durant, LeBron James, John Morant, like anybody like that, you're you're cautious on when to put them back on the court because you don't want to make it worse than it already is because you know that's the future of your team. So I think that that's all that, that's all the New Orleans is doing right now. Were you shocked a little bit that um that they weren't a little bit more active at the trade deadline? Um are you shocked at all that maybe you didn't hear rumblings of, you know, possibly Kevin Durant being, you know, exchanged for Brandon Ingram? Um, did that ever, you know, cross your mind? I think, I think when I, when I looked at the team itself and I, I, I said, you know, what can they possibly do? I think it was, they were trying to figure out what they have. Right. And I believe they believe that they are a contending team when everybody is healthy. So I, I think for them, they weren't they weren't pressed on making a move now because they know all they need is health. All they need is health. Everybody just needs to be healthy, and they, and they could be a contending team. So I I was kind of surprised no moves no moves were made at all um, to try to try to you know take play with a little caution as you didn't know when Zion was coming back. So maybe you wanted to get some more capable players. But when you talk about CJ McCullum, Brandon Ingram, and the pieces that they have there. Um, I think they're definitely a contending team, and they're banking on everybody being healthy. Um, it's a, it's it's a high risk, high reward type of situation, man. You 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 take it one game at a time, and you know you're a contending team. So if everybody is healthy, they're going to make some real noise in the playoffs. Um, I, and I think they just erred on the, on the side of caution by trading anybody away and trying to get big pieces because they believe their pieces that they have already are contending are contending for a championship. Yo, we appreciate your time, man. Thank. you. 
Yo, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for all the insight. Um, sure. What I'm really looking forward to is what is going to happen towards the, you know, what's happening after the All-Star break. I think the All-Star break is, is coming at, you know, just about the right time where things need yeah, to calm man. down, right? But then on the second half, on the latter half of this, is going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, and, and I can't wait for it. So thank you so much for joining us, man. Listen, if y'all want to hear more about this, tell people where they can find you. Tell people where they can find your content. Of course, Definitely. they can come right here to the channel. You're, you're live every Monday, right? Sure, um, but outside sure. of that, you're killing it on TikTok. Tell them about it. Appreciate it, man. Look, that's I am Miles Austin on everything. Sports talk with C, Mr. Teddy Farrow. Um, Mr. Teddy Farrow, make sure you guys get that. Uh, that's across all social media platforms. Full 94 podcast, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and every Monday, we're right here, MT, MTNV Sports, man, going live on Twitter, YouTube, uh, and check, make sure to check out the website, mtmvpn.com. Make sure you're getting merch. We got merch out right now, T-shirts, koozies, all types of stuff, man. So definitely check it out. Support the team. You can find us, the Full 94 Podcast, here on MTMV Sports always, man. Every Monday, 830. Talk to us. Yo, we appreciate you. All right. Thank y'all so much for watching. God bless you. We love you. We out. Peace. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.